Hello, I'm Juliette Littman. And I am Joe House. Welcome to Ringer Food, the Ringer's new hub for all your food-related content. You may have known this feed as House of Carbs, and don't worry, that's not totally going away. We will be launching two new shows on the feed, and the first is Food News with me and David Jacoby. You may remember us from our days at Grantland. Well, Jacoby and I are back to go over the news, sample snacks, share some personal tales of food news, some global tales of food news. Who knows what else is to come? And House, what are you going to be doing? Oh, my taste buds, my hungry homies, my culinary comrades. We are back. We've done it. Here to tell you that we are reigniting House of Carbs with a whole new slate of tasty episodes throughout the year. We are starting with a football fracas, a gridiron gobble fest. We're doing NFL playoff potluck featuring taste tests of the iconic food item or items of every playoff city to determine which city reigns supreme. Ringer Food is starting up this Wednesday, January 12th. That's so soon. So be sure to subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Allowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with reality TV. Sorry, Kate. Um, <laughs> Catwoman and Wheels or Doors. <laughs> it's an existential, <laughs> an existential pod. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't even know what that last thing means, but I'm excited to find out. <laughs> Great. Okay. First category, Tea Time is checking in with reality TV updates, parentheses. Sorry, Kate. But Kate actually contributed to this category. So I want to I'm a, a team player. Out. I'm a Way team player. Go. Proud of you. First yeah. one. Okay. So first of all, shout out to Amelia Wedemeyer, who's been 
covering and appearing across <laughs> Ringer Pods oh, about Love is Blind. It has got me by a joke all these last couple of weeks. I am on the edge of my seat, like finishing this story. The reunion is out today and I'm going to like promptly log off early and go watch it. Um, but there is some, so it's not really covering what happened in this reunion. I don't really know exactly, but there's been a lot of follow-up drama that have come out that people actually shout out People Magazine is doing God's work. A lot of articles and drama that people's reporting on. Amelia, first of all, have you been following this like random follow-up stuff that's been going on with the cast? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I just, you know, I've seen like that TikTok where the lady was like, okay, someone went on Reddit who was a producer and they were doing oh, yeah. an AMA and and that had a ton of crazy information. I know, but then I think that was fake. I don't know what to Was believe. it fake? I don't Damn. know. They, they were accusing a couple cast members of doing <laughs> drugs. I don't know. I, I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, there's a couple of like crazy stories that have come out and a couple of people who have really, we knew this, but have turned out to be really big idiots. Um, right. Namely Shake, the Shake. DJ vet. DJ vet. Can't okay, trust a DJ slash bet. Yeah. You can't. You really can't. Okay, so let's go through like a couple of headlines. See, okay, cool. Um, if you knew about this, what your thoughts are. Okay, so first of all, like we said, Shake is a pretty big asshole and there have been previews right. of the reunion of him kind of trying to defend himself and only making it worse. There's actually mm-hmm. one moment where he, he's in a room full of the entire cast and he's like, you know what? I, he's basically saying, I don't have to be attracted to Deeps, who was his mm-hmm. like um, fiance on the show. It was like, love is blurry. Love is not blind. There's a lot of attractive women or there's a lot of pretty people. The only person I'm attracted to is you, Vanessa. Oh, referring God. to Vanessa Lachey. That was, that was so bad. He's bold. Oh, I guess the quote is, is a lot of pretty people in here. The only woman I'm attracted to is Vanessa. Insane. That's insane. With no context, that's literally an insane thing. Isn't that, and then like, like Nick Lachey and he's like, oh. <laughs> okay. So he's a, a pretty big idiot. Um, yeah. The second thing is that Shane posted this morning, Amelia, of Shane oh and Natalie. Gosh. This is all he said. I have receipts on his Instagram story. What do you think that's in reference to? I, I don't <laughs> It's so ominous. It's so ominous. I don't know if he's talking about. I think he also thinks he's being played as the bad guy. Because I mean, his edit wasn't. I mean, everyone, you know, always blames the edit. But it's like you say those things. Yeah. And he did get a lot of flack on social media. I definitely saw that. And I think that he might be referring to the edit or maybe oh. uh, how he blew up at Natalie uh, yeah. right before their wedding. And he might be trying to defend himself for yeah. what happened with that. Yeah. I don't know. That's dark. It's, it's really, really dark. dark. Also, it seemed like they were on really good terms. They were posting yeah. about each other, at, you know, recently being like, mm-hmm. oh, Natalie, you are the best. Oh, right. Shane. But now I don't really know. Now it's um, scary. Yeah. He seems... Yeah, it is scary. I don't want to know. It's very ominous. Apparently, according to people today, Mm. they apparently dated for months after they called off their wedding. Did you know Mm, about that? I didn't. No, I I mean, I guess I could have assumed from watching the show, but I don't. 
They're weird. I mean, I appreciate all the drama that they brought to this show, but I just think they're two very different people who need to figure some personal things out. Agreed. Okay, last question for you before I move on. But are you more attached to this season's cast or season one? Oh, this season. Season one, fine. It was fine. I honestly, oh God, it was nice. It was nice. But this just ramped up all the drama, (laughs) all the crazy, all the love triangles. Everything was great. What about you? This actually, this show has risen the ranks of like my reality TV view. Yes. Where I want a lot more of it. I kind of watch this. We watched season one on Tea Time. I was like, oh, okay. No, I'm like, I am <laughs> entranced. <laughs> like a hundred more hours of these people. Right. And I'm right. sad this is the last one. So anyway, I we'll know. see. Wait, can uh, I ask you a question? Yeah. Okay. So you know how people have been saying, I think Deeps is with Kyle now? I'm sorry, what? Yes. there's Because <laughs> Kyle and Shake have been exchanging words on Instagram stories. Yeah. You should watch. Shake's Instagram stories are unhinged. And he's just like, I am the villain. It's like his villain origin story. Yeah. And um, then Shake called Kyle a serial cheater. Do you know yes, what that's about? Yes. I don't know. He was like, yeah, talk to all these women who said that Kyle was a serial cheater. And he's mm. reposting these women. I don't It's It's wild. So I don't know if <laughs> Kyle's dating deeps now or oh. if he's just really defending her honor. I don't, I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but it's it's wild. It, there's no off season for Love is Blind. Damn. Last thing, Amelia, where can we find mm-hmm. your final coverage of Love is Blind? Is it Ringer Reality? It is Ringer Reality TV podcast. Yes. Go listen to that. I certainly will. Okay, next reality TV update. Amelia, go ahead. Oh, yes. Quick update. Um, I was shocked to learn that both Celebrity <laughs> Big Brother and Dirt, The Real Dirty Dancing have both uh. concluded. Weren't we just discussing the start of both shows? Maybe it's been four like, episodes what, three ago? weeks? How long did it last? <laughs> yeah. Actually, though, what the hell? Was it a month long? I think so because the so the Dirty Dancing show I realized was only four episodes. Oh, what yeah. are they doing? Are they doing like British seasons? Like, <laughs> what is the thinking behind that? I don't understand that at all. It's I guess wild. there's only so much content you can create from. I guess dirty and I, one single movie, yeah, right. Yeah. And then I think Celebrity Big Brother might have aired on several days of the week so maybe that oh. you know and they always have like video cameras on everyone 24 7 that's like one of the appeals of big brother i don't know why that that's appealing to somebody so yeah, yeah. um wow. but all that, it tur- yeah all that hype and i feel bad all it's that hype. just a flash it's it's it. guys who, who were the winners can we can you yeah okay so spoiler alert if you don't want to know the winners of celebrity big brother and the real dirty dancing <laughs> <laughs> Fast forward. Okay. So the winner of Celebrity Big Brother was you. I think she's a UFC fighter, Misha Tate. Huh. Okay. And she was in a, um, or she's an MMA fighter. She and Cynthia Bailey from Real Housewives of Atlanta and Todrick Hall were in the final three. Wow. And I guess Todrick Hall, very controversial figure. Um, this season. Apparently, he was playing everyone. He was manipulative. Mm. He also went on... Uh, well, he because, you know, these cameras play all the time and they're always recording. And he said... I saw a clip on, uh, on Twitter going around where he was like, yeah, you know, I do cameos a lot. I make a lot of money from cameos. And I just 
you know, each time I change up uh, who I'm addressing it to, but I say like the same thing every single time. Like I don't put any effort into it at all. Oh. So he's wow. He's outing himself as a huge dick. So that was <laughs> one thing we learned. Um, yeah. And then the winner of the real dirty dancing, it came down to Tyler Cameron and Angela Johnson, the comedian, and uh, Corbin Blue. We love and mm-hmm. um, Kat Cora, Iron Chef, iconic <laughs> Iron Chef. And uh, oh yeah, the winner was Corbin Blue and uh, Iron Chef Kat Cora. Wow. To be honest, I'm yeah. shocked. Tyler Cameron was a forget, at least the one single episode I watched. I <laughs> thought it was a sure thing. I know. Maybe the, Broadway Broadway actor and dancer Corbin Blue really carried his team see, to victory. Yes, yes. I that think that's what happened because sketchy. I watched. So I, okay, I'll be transparent. Um, I watched the final episode of the show, <laughs> and honestly, Tyler Cameron was really good, and he did the lift and everything, and mm. and Angela was cute too. She was great, and I was like, okay, but he there was some corniness to him that was just like you're mm. this is you're playing in a little too hard here, and yeah. then. Corbin and Iron Chef Cat Cora went on and I not Corbin stole the show. He was great. He also did the lift and it was like, you got to give it to Corbin. Well, yeah. How could you? I mean, nothing. Mm -hmm. The first episode, I think he was a little shy, a little timid in his feet. But he is like a classically trained, like he should be the winner. Seems like maybe a little bit of cheating, but I guess since they gave him Iron Chef Cat Cora. It evens <laughs> right, out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. So quick it was over. I can't believe it. <sighs> yeah. We'll have bad. to set our sights on something else now, Amelia. <laughs> Get Damn. us two um, Guys, next, I, ha- I, have a, I have a suggestion for you. Oh, my gosh. Uh, of what you can get wow. invested oh. in. The United States has stolen the idea of Eurovision, where, you know, countries in Europe compete with artists from those countries mm-hmm. and applied it. Uh, in a much more embarrassing way (laughs) to all of our states. Uh, So American Song Contest, hosted by Kelly Clarkson and Snoop Dogg, is premiering on March 21st. And those are two great hosts. I have some highlights for you. So the premise is all 50 states are represented by an artist from that state uh, who was born in that state. Oh, Um, I've heard about this because there's a K-pop so, star. Uh, so wait, there's in, a bunch of people who probably live in LA and haven't been back to this their is home what I'm state. Saying. This is what I'm saying. Okay, hold up. So I got invested because there was a K-pop star who was born in Oklahoma who's competing. So okay. I was like, okay, I got a press release about it. I was like, let okay. me just check out the okay. show. So the biggest names are Jewel, who's representing Alaska. What? Uh, wow. Michael Bolton, who is representing Connecticut. Okay. Macy Gray for Ohio and Cisco for Maryland. Incredible. What? When was the last time you think Cisco set foot in Maryland? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. However, I this is what I'm confused about. California, giant state, full of nepotism, baby, entertainment mm. artists. And the I guess the best person California could come up with was Sweet Taboo, which is like a girl group I've never, ever heard of that look like mm. TikTok influencers, huh. uh, but not successful ones. I guess no shade to them. I don't know anything about them. But I'm like, California can't come up with anyone better than that who I've ever heard of. Mm. Uh, so These that was people are like confusing. Pretty, I mean, I, I mean, they're all very accomplished artists, but I wouldn't say that like... Cisco. I don't know. Okay, but I even that you've heard of Cisco. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah Like yeah. there isn't anyone who was born in the massive state of California, home of the United States entertainment industry, 
that you've heard of that we could get for this show? That like old stars that want to make a comeback? Nobody. Um, But apparently not. Uh, I did look up the person from Indiana, you know, uh, state pride. It's UG Skywalken, who appears to be an R&B singer. And his latest music video has 2000 views on YouTube. Okay. So it seems okay. to be it seems to be a mix of like undiscovered talent and people mm. trying to make a comeback. Um Okay. Wait, <laughs> I I'm just shocked that they actually But okay, yes, I know these are not they're not like, you know, Adele, but I mean it can't right. be Adele, obviously. But but Macy Gray, Cisco and Jewel and, and wait, who's Michael, Michael Bolton? Bolton? You don't know who Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton is pretty, yeah. Wait, is Michael Bolton he used to the be guy? Big. He's the got the hair. hair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he had a thing a while. He like had a comeback yeah, a while yeah, ago. Yeah. No. No. I'm sorry. I I just um, had a brain fart. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I guess these are all people who just like want to make it back in the industry. But they're um, still pretty decently famous. That's right. That wild. I was. Like, I would say they're not that. Well, they are decently famous. But right. if you have the hosts as Snoop Dogg and Kelly Clarkson, who are yeah. Yeah. real like A list um, mm-hmm. entertainers. Yeah. Do you not think they would pull like a little bit higher? Like whoever comes right above Michael Bolton? Well, I think part of it is like, is there anyone else from Connecticut that's fit more famous than Michael Bolton? I have to no. do some research. Well, but sure. that, like, let me see. New York is Anissa, E-N-I-S-A. Don't know who that is. Hmm. And I, that's why I was confused about like California, New York specifically. I was like, there was no one else who wanted yeah. in on this. Like the yeah. other, Alaska, I'm like, who are they going to get? You know what I mean? Jewel's great. Like, Jewel's for, great for yeah, Alaska. Great. Uh, but I yeah, they're going to go with no ones. Nobody. Amelia, do you know Yam House from Minnesota? No, I don't. But I'm intrigued. Get on it. Yeah, I, we got to yeah, have to stand. So, yeah, I guess this will be just like a mix of, you know, kind of American Idol for people that we've never heard mm-hmm. of. And then mm-hmm. also, you know, uh, I guess just a comeback for the bigger artists. But I'm interested wow. to see how it plays out. Um, yeah. yeah. They're going to be releasing original songs also, like kind of like Eurovision oh. does. It's going to be broadcast for eight weeks, uh, starting on March 21st until the grand finale, which is the day before Eurovision starts. I'm like, you guys, why are we doing this for ourselves? Eurovision is so much better. Mm. Um, But yeah, I guess we'll see how weird it gets. Hopefully they lean into the weird and go like the full Eurovision route. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So wait, is this just on Peacock or is this Um, going to be on NBC as well? See, See, that might be one of the, they're like, oh, if this is only on Peacock. Right. It seems like a basic cable show. What else do they have going on? Right? That's what I... Th- the real dirty dancing has ended. Uh, <laughs> what else? That's know. true. Uh, wow. You know, I can't find it, but I would guess it'll be on, on basic cable. It seems like <laughs> I love you getting fired up about reality TV. Welcome. It's so great to Again, have you Again, like here I said, I'm here, to, I'm here to contribute. Uh, <laughs> so funny. we'll okay. keep an eye on it. Last wow. thing we have quickly before we move categories is a new Kardashian trailer came out yesterday. Um, we're getting close to the new Hulu Kardashian show. Um, it's mid-April. We're in early March. We're like about a month out. This is when they need to really start hyping people up. And yet nothing. The trailer is legitimately like a carbon copy of their e tone, style of editing, stylization in general, the music, it's all the same. And this whole trailer is them like laughing. There's one cut of Travis Barker, which is like, great. He's a new character. They're introducing into the show, but that's it. It's just like not even a crumb of anything, anything, but they're just relying obviously on the fact that like people will follow them and I shall, but I'm annoyed (laughs) that they can't even entice me a little bit. They think they're just going to 
sell me with nothing? And yeah, they're, they're right. Know? That's so rude. Also, that's so rude. Um, Amelia, I don't know if you caught this on Bustle. Courtney Kardashian is their like quote unquote <laughs> cover star. And it's a whole profile on her. The title is Courtney uh-huh. Kardashian was right all along. And it applies to the new Hulu show because Sabed is in Calabasas, healthy boundaries are suddenly in style, which it kind of goes in to say how Courtney always wanted to separate her like show life and her personal life. Mm-hmm. And now I guess in this new Hulu show, everyone's going to do the same thing. So instead of like airing it out for like entertaining television, they're all just like going to keep these things separate and make it what? even more kind of just like. I don't so wait, know, is this boring. a scripted show? Let's go. I'm confused. This is it's confusing. Ex- yeah. And so now they won't even air, not the fun, but the more entertaining storylines, which was their real life drama. What's the point then? So I know. Yeah. So what, is this just going to be them eating big salads? Yeah. yeah. I kind of think so. And obviously <laughs> Ken- like Kendall and Kylie are even more like further removed from airing that kind of stuff because they never did it in the e-show. Anyway, I'm bummed and yet, you know, I'll still be tuning in. Yeah. Well, it's just wild to me. Is this going to be like the date? I I can see them using this. I I mean, the e-show evolved into something where they used for their own personal, you know, brands and yeah, Yeah. promo. Yeah. And to clear things up and whatnot. And now I'm afraid it's just going to be one big skims commercial or one big poosh commercial. And 818. They're going to be drinking a lot of 818. Exactly. And you know, they're searching for content because remember, no one replied back to my text, but Chris, uh, Chris Jenner, (laughs) they poosh had to source another the article from Chris Jenner where it was like, let's look at Chris Jenner's plates. That was an article. Let's look we at left, Chris Jenner's plates. Left Amelia on red on that yeah. one. You I remember that. Like, it was like a week or so ago. I was like, you get Can up you too early. It's this? like I open one eye and I forget about every text I read. Okay, let's move on. Uh, next category is not worth the tea. This week in social media and relationship news, starting with Sydney Sweeney is engaged, apparently. And I say mm. that because a lot of people have written about it. BuzzFeed, The Cut, People, E, Us, Los Angeles, like LA Times, page six. And yet she hasn't posted about it. She was spotted with a ring, which is where all this kind of came from and some paparazzi photos. Anyway, reportedly engaged to her boyfriend of a couple years named Jonathan Davino, And that's kind of it. That's all I really have. She's just, you know, out and about with this gigantic engagement ring. So <sighs> that's that. We'll, I mean, we'll see until someone says something to report. Like Dump her- him. Now is not the time to get engaged to a man 13 years older than you who isn't famous. You're breaking out. You want to be dating hot famous people uh, for your own good. So I I I don't approve. I was kind of enticed at the press that she and Jacob Elordi have been doing. Kind of like really cheeky, kind of flirty. See, that's what I'm saying. You got to leave that open for interpretation so that people can get invested. From your mouth to her ears, hopefully. Anyway, (laughs) okay, so we'll keep tabs on that. But that's the word on the street. What's next thing, Kate? Uh, Liz entered this for me. I was assigned this, which is fine. Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox have adopted a cat. Kate Bate, as Liz uh, (laughs) named it, which is true. Uh, They've adopted a Bengal cat, a kitten named Whiskey, which is a much more normal name than I would have expected from them. So that's fine. It was a little annoying on their Instagram. They introduced it wearing matching velour or velvet pink and purple leopard print pajamas. Mm. which matches the bangles fur, which I was like, that's a bit much, but it's fine. I guess, what do you expect from a pet announcement from those two? Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this did inspire me to follow Machine Gun Kelly on Instagram, which I had previously wow. not done. Um, so I have Whoa. to keep, keep an eye on the cat content. 
Okay. Uh, but it's very <laughs> cute. It's Bengals are like a luxury cat where it's like, they're just pretty, but they're kind of hyper. Mm-hmm. And I think they're kind of hard to, uh, I guess, like really take care of. Like they have a lot of energy. So I was going to ask you, is a cat the first pet that you thought these two were going to adopt and like, quote, bring into the world? Definitely thought it was going to be a little weirder. Snake. Yeah, I would say this is about as weird as like the celebrity cats get. It's kind of like, it's like as exotic a cat as you can like get. Okay, Um, got it. So you see a lot of like rich people with these just because they're you know, they kind of look like leopards, little mini right. leopards. All right. Maybe um, that makes more sense. But yeah. yeah. And, you know, celebrities have someone else to take care of their pets so they can just take pictures of it and then other people can deal with everything. Um, so, yeah, I did. I did. They can't him be on Betsy in the house. Not everyone can be, wow. you know, it's fine. Wow. All right. Next one, Amelia. Hmm. OK, well, see, now I'm confused because. Oh, God, I think we talked about Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet splitting up like a month ago. And mm-hmm. apparently. People are saying they're back together. But then today I read somewhere where Jason Momoa admitted that it says navigating his public breakup with wife Lisa Bonet has been, quote, hard as a public figure. So oh. I don't I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they're yeah. back together. I think everyone is confused. I think this originally came from a report that he moved back in with her. Oh, so like he okay. had moved out previously before they announced the breakup. And then I think last week people were reporting that he moved back in. So then it's mm-hmm. like, what is happening? Right. Uh, right. So maybe they're like still consciously uncoupled and they're just living together for the kids. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's very uh, confusing. It is very confusing. But apparently he he says that he and Lisa Bonet are, quote, still family as he supports mm. Zoe Kravitz. In the Batman. I don't know. I'm confused. I'm very confused. Yeah. So well, maybe well, they're back together. We're rooting for them. It could yeah. happen. Totally. Totally. Yeah. It could be on again, off again, you know, forever in love. Um, right. On that note, I just want to say that Jason Momoa did this for us. Four days ago, he posted a picture of himself and Channing Tatum mm. on their way on a bro date to support Zoe Kravitz uh, in the Batman. They went to the movies together. And it's just like, imagine sitting behind Jason Momoa and Channing Tatum at the Batman watching Zoe wow. Kravitz. I love that they're friends. I love that they hang out. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I hope that, you know, he get back together and they all become a giant sexy family. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. I'm completely pivoting. This is not worth the tea. <laughs> uh, but this is the duality of tea time. Um, Heidi Montag <laughs> is acting a little bizarre on her Instagram stories. And we get in, tr- like, I feel like I'm going to mention this and then they're going to come for me. Because Kate, don't you have beef with one of them with, I feel like Chris. No, or, uh, Spencer Pratt follows me on Instagram or oh, on that's Twitter. That's what it is. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, that's cool. We're friends. So no beef yet, but this is fine. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, she was on her Instagram stories eating an uncooked slab of liver, um, and she was talking all about the health benefits. Um, she said there's so many health benefits to eating liver, animal organs, and raw liver, and it's legit. It's I couldn't watch it. There are screenshots everywhere. It's like a gigantic red slab of like really ch- like that's disgusting. Soft some oh actually what what animal is starting what? to. Is what animal are we talking? Like what I'm, liver? You know what? Do you what? Think? I'm not How sure. How big was it? Page six didn't say. It was enormous, cow, though. Pig. So bigger than maybe cow. Oh my god, that's or something so large. Gross. I don't know. She says you definitely get used to it. As she's like, chomp. Ah! <laughs> my stomach is trying to do turns. <laughs> okay. Anyway, she turned off the comment center on this thing because it was. It's everyone was like, "What the actual 
hell are you doing? And then earlier this month, I did also didn't catch this because I don't follow her, but she shared a, a clip of her chowing down on what she said or what she quote thought were bull's testicles. So wow. she's into hmm. the out of the box health. And I do a lot of weird, like eat a lot of weird healthy foods that are, I wouldn't, I could, no. I can't even watch. This is like this. the anti Joaquin Phoenix. Like they're on opposite ends of like the Hollywood yeah. Yeah. meat consumption. Beat. It's, it's hard for me to talk about, but anyway, that's, really that's what she's doing on her Instagram. Um, Great. Thanks for the update. <laughs> Great. And lastly, this is more of a PSA. Amelia, do you, oh, wanna, you, you, you do it because I only dropped it in the chat because I knew it pertained to your interests. I didn't want to take it. Also, we kind of spun this out in a whole category, probably. <laughs> but uh, page six, our main source of tea time, says Pete Davidson joining Jeff Bezos on Blue Origin space flight, sources say. He was in Jeff Bezos' house in January. We talked about it then um, when they went to a dinner party at his house with Kim. A source told Page Six that Pete is excited. They haven't signed a contract yet, but it looks like it's going to happen. The details are being finalized. The flight takes off later this year. Let me tell you something, Pete. (laughs) Down here, like the world, the actual ground could not be any better to you. Like you, you can't be any luckier and like, and then you are on your two feet on this earth. The fact that he's going to risk it all and go to space with Jeff Bezos for no reason. For what? You know what I mean? When it's so good You're for right. him down here. <laughs> Better than it has any right anymore. to be. Yeah. Totally. In what world would you ever escape this orbit if you had the chance to continue staying two feet planted on the ground on earth? That is so true. It's also, true. I just want to say we did get burned previously about Kim Cattrall going to space. So oh, right, uh, right. I just want to say that we are taking this with a grain of salt. We will not get gotten twice uh, by true. rumors of celebrities in space. So I also I'm a well-known oh. space hater. So maybe this yeah. is exciting for him, but I can't see that. I, I no. don't know why he would make that decision. Mm. Mm. I agree. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear are so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. 
on May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Next category. Kate, you want to kind of lead into this? What's going on the website? Why we did this movie? Yes. Uh, the Batman is out today. The day this podcast releases. Um, we've talked about it forever. It's been delayed forever. I would say it's probably the biggest movie of the year so far. Definitely. Yeah. Um, starring... Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, two Tea Time faves. Uh, and the Ringer website is doing Batman Week. And we have a ton of Batman coverage across Ringerverse and the big picture, et cetera. So we decided to get in on the action. We were like, what can we do for cringe mode this week? If only there was a female-focused Batman-related movie that people, critics, have said is one of the worst movies of all time that we could watch. Oh, wait, there is. Uh, so this is Cringe Mode, Catwoman, 2004. Nice, well that done. Great. That, that was, was really thank good. You. Thank great. you. I'm going to hand uh, it right back to you and do the plot. <laughs> I will. I will do the plot. Um, uh. So honestly, not a lot to this. I mean, it's very basic plot. We have Halle Berry. She's an artist. She's working in a design company for this beauty product that's like this magic cream called mm. Boline. That makes you, you know, makes you young. It's run by uh, Sharon Stone's husband, whose name I did not bother to learn, and also Sharon Stone. And she, Halle Berry, you know, she's kind of a soft-spoken artist. She just, you know, wants right. to succeed at her job and her dream. And uh, she finds out uh, late at night when she's in the office that the beauty product is killing people. It's disintegrating your skin if you stop using it. Hmm. Uh, and so she gets shot at, and she ends up dying, and is saved by. Some sort of magical cat, a magical Egyptian cat. She becomes uh -huh. Catwoman. She makes it her goal to bring down this evil company. Turns out Sharon Stone is pulling the strings all along because, of course, she is. Uh, and, you know, Halle Berry saves the world, kills Sharon Stone. There's like a hot cop that she's romancing. Yeah. All the while. And, yeah, it's a, a little bit of an insane movie, but not as bad mm -hmm. as we expected, uh, which mm -hmm. we can we can get into in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Let's do highlights. Amelia. Um, you know, listen, I appreciate <laughs> anything nowadays under two hours because let me tell you, the new Batman is three hours long. And wow. thankfully, this movie was was under two. I think it was like maybe a little over an hour and a half. So yep. we have to go back. We have to go back to that <laughs> yeah. as a society. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I have several highlights. They're all, you know, minimal, but uh, I do have a few. Halle Berry is actually a good Catwoman. She, listen, I'll talk about this later, but we've done her wrong when it comes to superheroes. And this movie is not her fault. She has mm. some really fun, right. over-the-top line readings. Um, mm -hmm. She reminded me a little bit of like, we just watched J-Lo and Marriage Story, but she has like this kind of fun, playful, like, I know I'm a star. Like, I'm going to, take this ridiculous dialogue and like try to make it work. Um, she's kind of in on the joke in some of these mm -hmm. scenes, it seems like. Um, and she, you know, just has like these, like one of her lines is, you know, she's about to beat up robbers with her whip and she's like, okay, boys, who can see in the dark? I can. And then she like hits the lights and it's dark <laughs> and she, you know, kicks their ass. And I was like, okay, I'm having, I'm not having a bad time watching mm -hmm. you do this. Mm -hmm. Another highlight, I watched this movie on the couch with my cat next to me and she looked up every single time a cat meowed on the screen. Oh. I was like, 
are you? All right. What are they saying? Can you like get me in on this dialogue? Um, but the CGI cats were really scary. There are some real cats in this movie and some yeah. CGI. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was actually very scary when they did the CGI ones. So that's, I, I guess. I like how like mm. omnipresent they were. They were yeah. like in this world and in a different world. And uh-huh. they like would like disintegrate into the night sky and then yeah. come back and then be on a route. It was, and cats are, I guess I have a freaky cat. So maybe that's why I didn't love that. Reminded me <laughs> there of There were my- a lot of them. It's like, there's only so many cats you can be standing in one place before it gets scary. Right. Um, <laughs> especially with like scary glowing eyes. I was, uh, some of them were quite scary. Yeah. Yeah. I sure. guess that was a low light inside a highlight. <laughs> uh, and my last highlight is... The evil beauty company villains were giving me like Josie and the Pussycats a little bit where it was like just a ridiculous premise of like Catwoman needs to take down this people manufacturing a beauty cream that like Mm -hmm. turns your skin to marble. (laughs) And if you stop using it, it disintegrates your face. I was like, yes, like this is the comic book, ridiculous comic book plot that like I want, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah, So I actually like that. I was into that. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Um, like you mentioned, uh, Benjamin Bratt is in this movie as like the sexy love interest cop situation that, you know, then eventually starts like pursuing Halle Berry slash Catwoman both romantically and then really, you know, to like put her away. She everyone thinks that she's criminal, yada, yada. Anyway, there's this one scene in the very beginning where they kind of like meet for the first time. She's trying to save a cat. So the cat that I think turns her into a cat woman, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. It's when she's still not, she's normal person, Halle Berry. And Benjamin Bratt is a cop, runs up, does this one-armed save of a grown woman. And it's going to be hard for me to like relay how like funny it is, but she, it, it's really actually hard. And I don't know how I'm going to do it. Regardless, there's some physical I'm not comedy, but ends up physical action that turns into comedy. Um, that's yes. mostly in the low light section, but uh, I just really appreciate it. I like that he got like one, like, you know, kind of knight in shining armor moment yes. in the movie. Because right. the rest is kind of useless. Moment. Yes. Um, yes. And the second highlight, speaking of like interesting readings of these lines. So Halle Berry's all sexy. She's going to a club, going to beat up some people. And she is Catwoman. She goes up to the bar. She says something and I'm going to butcher it like a white Russian hold the Kahlua, hold the whatever other alcohol is in a white Russian. (laughs) And then basically just orders milk and the guy, the bartender, instead of being like, what the fuck? Is like, okay. And it's like really into her ordering milk and I was like, watches her down it. And I was like, I like that this is, uh, (laughs) she's like selling this. I just like that people bought in. Yeah, this. he's like, sure, why not? Woman, drink moment. your. He kind of. She it. has like a milk mustache mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. Um. Anyway, good. yeah. What other highlights, Kate? Just in general, like again, I was reading the Wikipedia page so that I could, you know, give a more efficient plot summary. Mm-hmm. And it's like many critics say this is one of the worst movies of all time. Oh, Listen, those critics are men who don't know how to have a good time. Like this movie was not that. It's listen, it's bad. Like it's mm, it's it definitely bad, mm-hmm. but it's not that bad. It's not unwatchable it's by not any means. We've right. seen it's worse. Not it's not Pottersville. Oh, it's, so not, true. it's not Gigli. It's not, you know <laughs> what I mean? I'm like, we've watched way worse movies for Christmas. And we've, not only that, but we've watched <laughs> movies that have been like more boring and harder to get through. Whereas yeah, this, yeah. you know, I didn't fast forward. Like that's a plus. Yeah. Uh, I, I just didn't have a bad time watching it. And I appreciate, especially nowadays, we have so many superhero movies that are like, gritty and dark and like trying to comment on society and like you can't see anything because of the like color grading and all that and Mm -hmm. I'm like at least they tried to do something fun you know I just 
Totally. I miss when superhero movies were fun. Yeah. So I totally I, agree. I think it's like it's camp, you know? Yeah. I mean, what's, yeah. what's wrong with that? I don't know. I thought it was it was, it was fun enough. It held my attention enough, you know? Yeah. I Very would true. have stayed in the theater. I wouldn't have walked out on it. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. And that's Agreed. a highlight for sure. Exactly. For sure. When um, it comes to cringe mode, that is a highlight. <laughs> Agreed. Let's do low lights. Let's do it. Uh, this is still the main title on Halle Berry's IMDb page. Really? She'll never what? escape this movie. Halle Berry, Oscar winner, has yeah. done so many movies, huh. some of them good, uh, but it's still Halle Berry, comma, Catwoman, when you look her up on IMDb. Wow. Huh. That's wow. tough. That's yeah. really bizarre. Um, another low light, and this is honestly kind of a highlight, but she's trying to figure out what has happened to her, uh, why she's, <laughs> you know, having all these reactions to cat-related things. And instead of looking up on WebMD, why do I want to suddenly stand on tables? Why am I drinking so much milk? Or eating so much tuna, which like is what you would do if this happened to you. She instead Googles cats in history and quote diabolical cats, which this I was like, point. that is not what anyone would do if, if this was happening to you. Like, is that what you jumped to? Bella um, Swan had better Googling skills. Yes. When she was at computer, be like <laughs> vampires. Yeah, I, I'm like, okay, this is, is not how this would go. That's but, really funny. Yeah. Let's talk about the cat transformation because mm-hmm. I feel like they did her so dirty. Uh. They did her so dirty. She is like kind of like in the beginning of her before she really gets it under control. It's kind of uncontrollably um, <laughs> acting out like a cat and doing these things that like she has no control over. She just doesn't understand what's happening. And they don't need to be like that. They don't they don't need <laughs> her to do her like that. She's there's this one scene where this that really freaky woman, Frances Conroy, you know, she's in those the older lady with all the mm-hmm. cats, whatever. Mm-hmm. She gives her catnip, and Halle Berry starts going in on this catnip, like rubbing her, <laughs> like doing all of these things. I'm like, no, uh, don't let her do that. No. She's an accomplished actress. She doesn't doesn't need to be doing that. <laughs> the weird physical acting that she had to get through, I honestly applaud. Some of the lines she had to like do the whole like meow. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, cringing out of my seat. I was just like, please, please, mm-hmm. please stop. Anything Although again, else. like at least she committed. God. You know, she could have, and it would have been less embarrassing for her if she hadn't committed to some of these things as hard as she did. But like, sh- she went for it. She was like, sure, mm-hmm. I'll. This can be partially a comedy. Uh, right. Yeah, again, you I know. know, it's not her. Yeah, I just it's like, not her fault. But yeah, should have been like, don't. She's yeah. better than this. Yeah. She is. She really yeah. is. Um, what else, Amelia? Oh, gosh. Um, well, you know, because this is 2004, there are a lot of CGI action sequences or like CGI <laughs> oh. of, of, of to make her look like she's running faster on her hind legs. And it, it <laughs> just felt very uncanny valley. And, you know, have you ever seen... I'm sure there are videos on the internet of of Sims. You know what the Sims are. Yes. But um yeah. and their faces will go like and you, and you're just like this is weird. Like it felt watching like a Sims video of someone yeah. Yeah. running through the city and it was just it felt really uncanny valley. We hadn't ironed out all the, you know, no. motion smoothing <laughs> on the CGI, which we is hadn't. fine, but it was funny. It was She's funny. walking like every video game was made at that time, which is like yeah. the big shoulder the square <laughs> shoulders going (laughs) rotating back and forth that was really bizarre yeah Yeah. also oh go ahead go ahead no no no, go ahead I was gonna say one (laughs) scene 
where she's, most of the action scenes are fine. You know, she's beating people up. She's got a whip, whatever. Right, right. But she is uh, one scene stopping a robber, I think from robbing some jewelry store. And there's a couple of them. And at one point, it's a, just a normal jewelry store. She starts surfing on the back of another robber to beat up another person. And it, I don't know how to, maybe I could just like post it somewhere, but the video is absolutely, the scene is absolutely insane. And she's like literally surfing on a man across like the whole floor. And it just looks so bad. Yeah. Oh God. It got like actively creepy at times. The ones mm-hmm. that got me were when she was crawling, either like down a yeah. building or jumping. Mm-hmm. And like that kind of thing like works for horror movies at this time because it's supposed <laughs> to be creepy. But when yeah. it's just supposed to be Halle Berry, like, being extra strong or extra fast. Right. And then she gets like this slithery look. What's, like it's, oh, what's it's the really creepy. movie where that per- starts like crawling down the stairs like a little spider? That's what it was. <laughs> That's what it's like. I don't know Rosemary's what that is, but yes. The Exorcist. Yeah. It's one of those two. Anyway, yeah. that was Halle Berry like running across the streets of wherever New York. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, um, creepy. Anyway, really weird. Uh, oh talking about the physical comedy, just one more scene. I, I, this is the only scene that I had seen from this movie because it is just like regularly clowned on social media and Twitter. Um, but you'll see the basketball scene from this movie going around occasionally where people will be like, can you believe that we made Halle Berry do this? And basically she's like playing one-on-one with Benjamin Bratt. And it's just the very beginning of her realizing she has like these abilities. And basically she just like, does all these basketball tricks. She like jumps over his head. She's like, and again, there's CGI where it's like, and the ball is moving really fast. And it's just awful. There's like dancing involved. (laughs) But you know what Benjamin Bratt's like, oh yeah. I know it works for him. You're like, okay. He's like, oh yeah. Uh, Good for him. So keep an open mind about that. But it's true. (laughs) That scene is tough to watch. It's tough to watch. Oh, God. Next Lola? Um, This is not actually that egregious. I just, you know, you see stuff in film and you're just like, what? Um, Not them using a fake Louis Vuitton Murakami bag. Oh, (laughs) my. I love that you included this. Gosh. I mean, she's sitting. Halle Berry is sitting because her friend is in the hospital. Who's the friend? She's Alex Borstein. Yes. She's in the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And she, she got injured because of the creams and you know <laughs> she's sitting there and she brings her little bag over and the bag at first I was like oh nice they have like you know because Louis Vuitton Murakami famous bag also very popular during that yeah. time yeah. and you look a little close you zoom in and there's X's and O's where the LV's should be and they're <laughs> using a fake bag oh my god it was just like wild to me like they they couldn't have I'm sure Hallie has one and she couldn't bring Hallie it in Barry is like bring one of from her stash. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it sits on her lap in the hospital for no reason, for like for an no entire reason. scene, like it's, almost like it was an ad, but it's not. That's so funny. That's a great nitpick. Good eye. <laughs> that's really funny. My, just my final low light, and I alluded to this earlier. How have we as a society wasted beautiful, talented Halle Berry in two separate superhero roles. Like mm. everyone and their mother is a superhero nowadays. And she just got into it too early before the movies so were good. True. And it's like, she can't play another one now. Like she's filled her quota. She was she, yeah. Catwoman. Then she was Storm in X-Men. Mm. Uh, and I know the problem is not her because again, I don't think she's bad in this movie. I think she okay. does what she can. Uh, and then X-Men like, this is so nerdy, but like Storm, like one of the most powerful superheroes ever. 
Uh, and they gave her like two scenes in X-Men. She has terrible right. hair. She gets yeah. her ass kicked by like randos. And <laughs> I, if she, if she came around in the Marvel universe in the last t- oh, oh my God, wow. bring her back. Been a billionaire. I think, you know, Marvel needs to do like continue the Spider-Man thing where they just keep bringing back other people Ooh, from other movies with yeah. like the different timelines. Give her like her redemption tour. Let her be Storm again or Catwoman or both. Uh, I love that. Because she could do it. And like the writing's so much better now. We know what we're doing now. We fixed superhero movies to an extent, although we still have some issues that we're going to talk about in a moment. But yeah, I just, (laughs) we failed her twice. And it's like, oh, what a waste. What a waste. Agreed. (laughs) All right, let's give credit where cred's due. Let's do MVPs. Um, Go ahead, Amelia. Um, Again, you know, I think if they would have done this movie today, it would have been really great. I just think the idea of this movie is great. I think... Let's get Zoe Kravitz, her own Catwoman movie. I just don't think they executed it well enough, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Yeah. So that's the idea is my MVP. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, my MVP is Catwoman in general as a character because she is just an inherently sexy superhero. Mm. You got like the dominatrix outfits. You got the whip. You got just all the cat stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's and, you know personally I think we need to bring back the like revealing dominatrix outfits yeah I know that I'm only halfway kidding I I know that the male gaze is bad and that was you know a big part of this movie and and possibly the worst parts of this movie I'm not saying that you know she needs to be out there in a bikini like Halle Berry is however I put two pictures into this outline I put Halle Berry's outfit from this movie next to Zoe Kravitz's outfit from Batman and it's like they're all in these boring flight suits these days and we've just totally you know, even like Wanda on uh, the um, WandaVision or mm-hmm. like, you know, all these Marvel superheroes. I'm like, why are they always just like in flight suits like Black mm. Widow? I'm like, can we not go back to the fun? Yeah. Like they don't have to be super revealing. <laughs> they can just be fun and they don't uh-huh. have like we can just some willful suspension of belief here. Like, can we have okay. some fashionable yeah. superhero outfits back rather than just boring ass zip up yeah. full body suit. Sure. This is a quote from Kate Honestly, in the outline. Fuck a flight suit. Which, <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm I'm bored and I would like some fanciful headwear again. I guess, yeah. you know, Zoe Kravitz has little tiny cat ears, it looks like. Um, I know, I but, like the bigger cat ears. I don't right. Know. Yeah. If, listen, if we're going to commit, let's commit. You know? Yeah, I, yeah you're um, right. I just think, you know, we could have some more fun with it. So, Agreed. Yeah. Um, my MVP is actually Halle Berry as an actress because she has a very good sense of humor about how this movie mm. was received. She's obviously done fine before and after. This is not like a really a dark mark on her career necessarily. <laughs> right. But she won a Razzie for it. And she actually went, accepted the award, like went wow. to this fucking Razzie award show, brought on stage her Oscar Incredible. with her because hell yeah mm. pretended to cry pretended to be like oh my god like thank you so much like was <laughs> pretending to be very touched by this award and then said quote I'd like to thank Warner Brothers for making me do this god awful piece of shit movie <laughs> I'm like amazing yeah. I, I also have a better sense of humor about this I agree uh, and yeah. I also when I was looking up the plot found um, a couple years ago, she like thanked the people who have started to kind of come around on Catwoman. Like it's a little oh. bit of like a cult, not favorite, but I think people yeah. are starting to yeah. see our point of view where it's like, at least it was fun, you know? And, yeah. right. and people are, you know, so she, I think is still kind of like, listen, I appreciate that, yeah. that people Good. are still watching a, it and talking about it. Yeah, yeah. It's a camp favorite. It's a fun yeah. camp. Yeah, it is. All right. Let's do lightning rounds real quick. Who's the best side character, Amelia? 
I love Sharon Stone in this. She <laughs> is great in this. She's just like, you know, just just wonderful evil woman. Give her yes. more evil woman roles. Agreed. I agree. 100%. Yeah. I picked, uh, I forgot that she was in Mrs. Maisel. I picked Sneaky Little Brown Noser from the Lizzie <laughs> McGuire movie, Alex Borstein. Yes. I liked Alex Borstein too. I mean, Sharon Stone also great, but Alex yeah. Borstein was like actively funny in this, yeah, she which was, was good. She was. Um, would you have been suckered into <laughs> what is it? Bo- Bu- Boline? Boline? I was Bouline? the only one who answered and obviously I would have yeah. because me I'm too, me too. and I just get suckered into all beauty things. We definitely would. I, we would have mm-hmm. melting faces on two time, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> that would have taken us all out. <laughs> we would. Yeah. Um, what's the most 2004 styling choice, Kate? We have to talk about her haircut. So mm. Halle Berry starts out this movie with these beautiful curls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I looked it up and they're actually very similar to her current hair, like at the time of shooting this. So I think that was, you know, more accurate than the wig that she had later on. <laughs> um, but she has this Catwoman makeover where she cuts this beautiful hair off into just like the classic Karen cut. I've included a picture <laughs> of Kate Goslin from John and Kate Plus 8. I'm so Amazing. happy you know who that I know is. you know the haircut. Uh, it's yeah. where it's short and spiky in the back. It's got the long bangs in the front, the chunky highlights. And of course, if anyone in the world can pull this off, it's going to be Halle Berry. She comes as close as any human woman ever has. Mm-hmm. But it's such a downgrade from the original haircut. I was like, this isn't better. I love short hair, but that's not it. So that was very, very 2004 choice of hairstyle. You're Agreed. right. You're Amelia? right. Well, the scene where they're playing basketball and she's wearing this like little fluffy cardigan-esque thing. It's just reminds me something that Gen Z would absolutely love and is probably wearing right now. So yeah, Yeah, yeah. on TikTok for sure. Exactly. Agreed. Um, Last one. Barring Zoe Kravitz, we have not seen yet. Who is the best and or worst Catwoman? And if you haven't seen any of the other ones, who else (laughs) would you cast now? I asked this just because I wanted to talk about Michelle Pfeiffer, who's just the OG uh, and I just don't know if we can ever do better and or worse, depending on how you look at it, uh, than when she just licks the entirety of Michael Keaton's face in Batman mm. Returns. I just, Catwoman Amazing. is such a deranged character mm-hmm. and, you know, again, just like <laughs> very inherently sexual. And I just, uh-huh. I'm like, we gotta go back. We gotta go back to like the crazy, sexy ladies instead of, <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know Liz has some thoughts about Anne Hathaway, uh, <laughs> but I think, Mich- uh, you know, Michelle Pfeiffer really kind of just is the best. Michelle Pfeiffer is amazing and her doing her whip thing where she mm-hmm. that was incredible. Um, to be honest, I did see the Batman last night and oh, I oh my God. yeah. And Zoe Kravitz. Wow. Phen- phenomenal. And the wow. first thing I Googled when I got home was Zoe Kravitz skincare like that. could you know, Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, wow. This is so um, important. I'm actually seeing it tonight, like this afternoon after work. So I'm ready. It's it's really good. It's like. I'm just like Christian Bale who like literally Hell yeah. yeah. wait I have to ask you I'm sorry mm-hmm. this is a side note but you know it's my okay. thing is like Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz have no actual yeah. real life chemistry other than the fact that they're both very sexy right do they have chemistry in the movie oh it's hard because uh, I it's yes and no because I think what you said still stands but there's like mm-hmm. an element where he's just like her character is like wounded and he's mm-hmm. tr- also wounded. And I think mm-hmm. they connect on that level and he's okay. like trying okay. to protect her kind of. But I mean, like there's enough where it's not okay. like what's going on. It's but not disappointing. It it's works. not disappointing. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm excited. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Liz, your thoughts, Kate. Liz, who is your favorite Catwoman? Well, let's talk about someone who's been swept away in 
history. And it's oh, Anne Hathaway it. playing oh, yeah. Catwoman. She's, this has been erased so much. I actually Googled this a couple times, making sure that it was right. And she did really play Catwoman, <laughs> including just now during this recording to make sure I don't F up. The Dark Knight Rises, a little too scary for me, so I did not watch that. But she is in The Dark Knight Rises as Catwoman, I think. And no one <laughs> talks about it. What the hell? This is not that long ago. To, well, Oh, wow. 2012 was 10 years ago. Okay, so it kind of was. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Felt like this was maybe five max. What the hell? Why is it so, like, why has this been swept away? I, guess. I mean, Anne Hathaway, not... I keep saying sexual and I'm really sorry. She's, I mean, she's great and I like her, but it's, she feels like a miscast role to me. Yeah, totally. I agree. You don't want Anna Hathaway to be your cat woman, right? I don't. I think you're right. You'll have to see, but yeah, maybe I'm looking at some screenshots. I'm not sure. Anyway, can't believe that we just don't talk about it. She'll be like, I don't think she'll ever be known or, you know, in even the Catwoman history. If you Google it, it's not Anne Hathaway Catwoman. So (laughs) I guess that's good. Right. All right. Last category, tea times unanswerable questions. Let's do it, Amelia. Okay. Well, I guess Kate already answered this to me off uh, mic, but I would like her to answer it again. So there's a website that I absolutely love called ONTD. Oh, no, they didn't. And from time to time, (laughs) uh, the posters there, uh, they love posting about this guy named Wan Ho. Is that how you pronounce it? It's in the range of that. Yeah. I think it's Wan Ho, maybe. Wan Ho. But they are so thirsty for him. Um, He's, I guess, a K-pop star. I just, what are your thoughts on Wan Ho? I'm so confused. Okay. First of all, thank you for asking me this question. Yes. Uh, My initial thought as soon as you posted this was, (laughs) <laughs> this makes sense for Amelia to know about because she <laughs> is friends with, or at least in the range of a lot of gay culture and gay men love one ho. So, uh, he is a K-pop star. Uh-huh. He used to be in a group called monster X, which I really like. And he okay. started a solo career and he's very talented. I don't want the fans to get mad at me, but his whole thing is being super jacked and posting a lot of thirst traps. And <laughs> he's probably the K-pop star where like the most people I know, who aren't into Mm K-pop like him because they're gay and he (laughs) is hot. So he has a lot of muscles. He He posts, he like will post stuff on his Instagram and like grinder will retweet it. (laughs) Like it's a whole thing. Um, but yeah, he has a very specific, uh, appeal and audience that is very different from any other K-pop star. So that's why. That's why that, they're posting about him. <laughs> okay, because that site is, there's a lot of gay men on that site. Yeah. And um, it's basically just gay men and women. So, and Listen, they, he's the I doorway. mean, they love He's him. the doorway to K-pop for the gays. I'll take okay. it. I'll take Got it. Got it. That makes a lot of sense because they, they post it. Like, I just, I mean, we're not even getting that much BTS on that website. It's really just one ho. And I mean, <laughs> he does have an incredible body. It's amazing. I don't, you must be in the gym like all the time because yeah. it's, yeah amazing you know mm-hmm. I know that's his whole thing it always has been thank you so wow it's working for him it, it is yeah it is thank you so much for asking if anyone is <laughs> interested uh, go to his Instagram and you'll see for yourself <laughs> okay my unanswerable question I last night I had a question about Robert Pattinson's lies uh which <laughs> I know I'm sad uh, I do recommend there's that. a piece that Carrie Whitmer wrote for the ringer and it's just cataloging all of Robert Pattinson's in interview lies so I recommend that however I had to change my answer because last night Flagrant Magazine tweeted a poll that said, are there more wheels or doors in the world? Hmm. Now, Haley O'Shaughnessy, 
retweeted this into my life and I'll never forgive her for it because I literally sat in bed on my phone for the next three hours thinking about this, texting people about it, looking at replies and trying to decide if there are more doors or wheels in the world. Now, I've decided that it's team, it's wheels and it's not that close. However, uh, there are 476 quote tweets on this. Right now it's 52% doors to 47% wheels. Whoa. Doors is winning. I think- Huh? So off the top of your head, I think a lot of people are like, it has to be doors. Really? Houses, hotels, skyscrapers. Oh, okay. You know, cars have four wheels, but they also have four doors. Uh, oh, that's a good However, point. if you think about it more, I think it has to be wheels. You could do this all, this all day. You could think about all sorts of things. Right. Um, my initial thought was like, in my room alone, in my apartment, there are eight doors. But in my room alone, there are eight wheels because of my suitcases. So then I was like, you keep you keep thinking of more things. I was doing some Googling this morning. There are 42 billion doors in the world, according to Google. But there are 700 billion Lego wheels uh, that have been manufactured ever. Holy. So, okay, I have to ask you guys. A lot of people are very firmly team door. Um, God, given the uh, I guess very short amount of time that you've had to ponder this team wheels or team doors well what is a door is it this is also the question whoa are Holy we counting we are, we counting, <laughs> are we counting cabinets are we counting fridges are we counting personally i was like let's simplify it and let's do human-sized doors and then like transportation-based right. wheels so like <laughs> cars bikes rollerblades those all count but then like doors that you can walk through you know, however, oh, people have gotten really minuscule about this. Of course. Uh, so I guess everything, everything that is door related counts as a door. You can open it on a hinge. It's a functional door. It's a door. Okay. okay. Um, so cabinets would count. However, like, you know, if you pull out a drawer, a cabinet, like a D-R-A-W-E-R drawer oh. that has four wheels that are pulling right. it out. So oh then it's gosh. like you could oh. do this all day. That's so true. Give me your gut reaction. Doors or wheels? I think you're, I think it is wheels because I'm looking in this room that I'm in right now and there's like, there's a wheel um, pulley for the right. uh, shade. Yeah, yes. mine too. I know. Right? And then I don't, I mean, see, you could say they're in, in a clock. Wheels. Right. right. Are we counting gears as wheels? Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. Let's see. Ge- Gears? We're counting gears? I personally, I don't think a spoked gear should count. But then like, really? I think like okay. wheels, like maybe in a factory should oh, count. Oh my God. Liz, thoughts? Wow. It's wheels, or wheels? Doors? It's wheels. It has wheels. To, I think it has to be wheels. And I don't think yeah. it's that close. But people on Twitter, doors are winning. And people are really convinced hmm. that it's doors. And it's, I just don't think it is. It's wheels. And actually, I'm going to stop thinking about this because it's wheels. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I think. Thank you so much. Uh, I need someone to like actually do the math. Like I'm awaiting an article on this. <laughs> yeah. It's getting big enough on Twitter that I feel like an article is coming where like someone will actually oh break it down. Sure, um, sure. And I need someone who's not me to do all of that thinking and just let me know that I'm right. Right. So thank you for agreeing huh. with me. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Of course. And thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. <laughs> and thank you, Kaya, our producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. 
You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.